Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I am joined once again this week by Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Stu, great to have you back. Great uh, to be here, Dave. Thanks for having me, as always. You out shoveling snow this morning? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> little, just a, a little bit of snow here in Toronto today. Uh, and uh, But uh, markets continue to be, uh, be pretty good. We had a little bit of a pullback yesterday, but things are, uh, things are rallying again this morning. And, and Stu, what, uh, what we wanted to talk about today was this, this rally overall and this, this rally that we've had since the market uh, pullback as a result of the lockdowns back in February and March. Uh, and and this recovery phase, and and we're starting to see some signs of a broadening out of the market. It was led by some names early on uh, that were associated with the work from home or online shopping, those types of things, technology, and 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 now you're starting to see some 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 broader some broadening within the market. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And it's not it's not just within U.S. and Canadian markets. Like we're seeing a broadening of global markets. So. Uh, Europe, emerging markets, uh, you know, there's been a lot more participation in the last couple of months uh, relative to what we saw in those first couple of weeks coming out of March and April after the central banks unleashed, you know, kind of a torrent of liquidity. And, um, you know, what it it really highlights is that uh, economies are starting to do better. Uh, The prospects of a vaccine allowed investors to really broaden the things that they would think about in terms of getting uh, terms of getting better into the future. So, you know, you've heard in the past that we've talked about three buckets of stocks, the ones that, you know, kind of are COVID beneficiaries. Um, that's some of the big tech names. Uh, you know, those businesses valuations are at, I would say elevated, but not, you know, super stretched levels. And in a low interest rate environment, those businesses can continue to grow. Uh, then there's the basket of stocks that uh, you know really needs the economy to to improve uh, for their business outlook to get better, and and that's what the vaccine has done for many of those stocks. And those would be banking companies, um, uh, you know, consumer discretionary, uh, all sorts of things. And notwithstanding you know very troubling near-term headlines, uh, the vaccine has allowed people to look beyond uh, some of those troubling headlines and. Uh, you know, it's a good thing to remind ourselves that the stock market always looks out, you know, six to 12 months, uh, you know, the long nose of the market is, is uh, something that, um, you know, we often keep in mind. So it's sniffing out what's next. And, um, and, uh, you know, that's the, you know, that's what kind of what the market is focused on right now. We did have a sell off yesterday, but the month had been spectacular. So, uh, you know, there would be some rebalancing and what have you going into month end, which can always cause uh, a little bit of volatility. Um, but, uh, you know, the market is still, you know, generally focused on uh, when will the vaccine arrive and, uh, and what will the economy look like afterwards? Um, you know, we did have, we did have a couple of banks in Canada report today. And, and one of the bank executives actually said that because we got talking about uh, loan growth uh, going into next year. And they, you know, they had the exact same comment that, you know, notwithstanding the near-term headlines being, you know, pretty tough to, uh, to read that a lot of company executives were very much focused on how to position their business for the other side of the vaccine. And, you know, for them, that means starting to build inventory, use some working capital, get uh, some production back going to think about, you know, what will my business look like once we get back to, 
what may not be, you know, super normal right away, but a semblance of normal that uh, can carry on through the back half of 2021 and into early 2022. Yeah. And, and always important for investors to have that longer term view and particularly in a situation like now where it's so important to be able to look beyond and see what's on the other side of the pandemic. Now that I think we can be, we can be fairly sure that with a vaccine coming on, that there is an end in sight and, and you, you want to be able to have your portfolio positioned uh, for for where we're going to be in in a, in a post COVID world, just uh, just while we're uh, we're on the you you mentioned the banks reporting today and and more to follow here in Canada. Uh, what uh, was there anything that you saw in in those results? Those first two banks that reported uh, that that raise any concerns or 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 highlight perhaps some positives that are uh, in in the in the near or distant future for for the financial services industry in Canada. Well, I think I think first and foremost, you know, something that we've talked about is that the banks are very well capitalized and they have a lot of provisions for credit that they've taken earlier this year. And we would be looking for signs that, in fact, enough provisions had been taken, that there wouldn't be the need to keep kind of, uh, you know, filling the cookie jar with provisions uh, so that they could draw them out later in the year. And and while the provisions were still elevated relative relative to history, they were down quite a bit from past quarters. Uh, so both uh, banks that reported today, Scotia and Bank of Montreal, they reported better than expected earnings, by and large, because the provisions for credit were lower than expectations. So that's a very good first sign. Like, you know, over time, we value a bank on its earnings power in a more normalized environment anyways, and what kind of growth that bank can generate over time. But in a period of stress that we've been through, the two things you look for are the capital ratios. And in both cases, the bank's capital ratios were up. And to see, do they have enough reserves to get them through this period of perhaps some problem loans? And in both cases, the answer to that question appears to be yes. So, you know, that's why the market has, you know, rallied these stocks this morning. And, um, and it allows us to get back to that focus of like, what will these banks earn in 2022? And I don't know if we really saw anything today that, uh, says it's going to be any better or worse, but uh, but it certainly gives us some confidence that uh, you know they're they're through the worst of uh, what they've seen. Yeah, and and we 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 talk about the banks regularly uh, from a Canadian perspective for for a few reasons. One, uh, the large institutions, so obviously uh, reflect what's going on in the broader Canadian economy and somewhat in the the, the U.S. economy because of the the ties to Canada and the U.S. Uh, as we talked about on a, on an earlier podcast. Uh, dividends and the importance of dividends to uh, not just uh, in investors who are living off uh, investment income, uh, but but investors who are growing their portfolios towards retirement, and uh, and and so so they're 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 firms that 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 are reflective and 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 tell us a lesson, and uh, and Stu, as you say, the, uh, the the long nose of the market. Uh, there's a, there's people can't see it because it's 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 a podcast. It's uh, it's only audio. <laughs> But uh, but you're known for having the longest nose on Bay Street. Yeah. So if anyone can sniff out what's going on in the banks, it's uh, it's going to be you. So I always like to check in with you once a quarter on what's going on with banks. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. You you sound angry. Your your no, your nose looks great. It's just long. Well, I'm not Pinocchio, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stu. Uh, thanks for that. We'll uh, we'll we'll follow up next week on 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 the rest of the banks and uh, and and look start to. Start looking forward into what's coming the next year, but thanks for joining us again today. Great. Thanks for having me, Dave.